Hello, Warriors. This is James Baker for the Outreach Warrior Podcast. And today, I'm on the road in the mobile studio with my friend, Alex. Hello, Alex. Hey, James. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Um, This is our sixth episode of Outreach Warrior. And um, our big goal here on the podcast is to shed light um, about the homeless situation, the displaced situation, and overall people in need um, all over, uh, specifically Central Florida, where we are right now. Um, So what is your title? So currently my title is Street Outreach Case Manager. Uh, So basically what I get to do is I'm straight out in the community. I'm that first point of contact meeting the immediate needs of the population that I'm fortunate enough to work with. Typically I work from with 18 to 24 year olds and I like I said it's pretty much community services. I can help provide them with bus passes if they're looking for employment or already employed. I can also provide them food items as well as they can also make use of other aspects of our program if they need to bolster their resume or if education is you know still something that they want to you know further along so there that's awesome by the way that commend you very much for doing that and so it's got to be an exciting job i figure every day must be a little bit different for you um so there's a lot of questions i want to ask you but so if you don't mind take me through a normal day of your outreach program so normal day kind of starts off with like I come I come, first come into my office just to see kind of what's going on. I typically check my e- emails and the phone calls I receive from on my outreach phone. A lot of times it's youth that are I've either made some a rapport with and they're looking to continue along with those services, or it's youth that are just reaching out looking for. You know some means of help whether it's like I whether it's like I said help them with hygiene food or even if there's you know still in their current homeless situation they're looking for an alternative it's like I can also help them in regards to possible housing opportunities as well awesome so just to piggyback on that mm-hmm. so let's say there is a younger youth who is finding themselves in this situation um, where would they reach out to? How would they get a hold of you? What avenues could they go down? So pretty much they can work, go through just about any of the ag- agencies in their local area here in Central Florida. Fortunately for uh, me, uh, I take part in what we call navigation. So if they go through any agency, whether it's in Osceola County, Seminole County, or in our own Orange County here, they can get intake go through their own programs but they'll do what we call a coordinated entry assessment basically this assessment kind of generates a score for them based on different experiences they've had how many instances of homelessness they've experienced uh, and other risk factors that can accompany that whether it's trauma abuse or instances with law law enforcement and as as well as uh, you know gang culture and even drug use 
And I, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I wanted to touch upon, do you find that substance abuse is an issue with some of our homeless people? Absolutely. Unfortunately, it is something I kind of run into on a daily basis and that's the hard part about the job our obstacle with the job you have to set kind of assess the situation like right then and there is this someone that i can even have a uh pardon the expression sobering conversation with mm -hmm. and whether it's something they're going to be able to remember the ne next day or even a couple hours from now i've had too many clients where you know w whether they're under the influence and you just don't know necessarily which direction they're going to go so one of my one of my bit while that's one of my biggest obstacles, one of the things that I keep impressing on the youth is when they have those experiences or if it's something that they want to get help for, I, being a street outreach case manager, I also make those connections in the community, whether it's detox that they're interested in or even just simple support groups. And I know the support groups are a huge thing. Um, I know some people that I've been talking to um, that I have connections with that are just coming out of detoxes and they're mm -hmm. coming out of rehabilitation centers and they have nowhere to go. And that's mm -hmm. something I want to touch base on, on another podcast, another issue for another time. Of course. But um, yeah, I mean, these people are really need help and that, that that's great that you, that that's part of your job, but they come out and they have nowhere to go and that just puts them higher at risk to go back to the substance. Unfortunately, yes. And a lot of times it turns into a cycle where they wind up using just for the sake of going back to the facility they came from just for the sake of having a bed a bed a bed food shelter mm -hmm. yeah. um so it's <laughs> I, I i admire you a lot man <laughs> what, what you do i can't say that enough um i'd like to take um my nonprofit and um this podcast outreach warrior and do a lot what you're doing um in the near future just going out on the streets with, with some food and some water mm -hmm. um hopefully down the line from the from Starfish Community Outreach, the nonprofit, uh, we focused a lot on hotels out mm -hmm. in the Disney area. And with COVID, that came and kind of shut us down. Um, places weren't taking, they weren't even taking canned food. And I, I can understand mm -hmm. the clothing and everything like that with, you know, new things. But yeah, they would, they weren't taking canned food, water. Um, we had our, our bread and pastry donations um, via Publix. They weren't mm -hmm. taking anything. So now that things are getting a little bit better now, hopefully we'll get back on track with that and get the actual outreach part kind of moving again. So, all right, so there's so many positive what you do. Now I just want to talk about, um, have you ever had any negative um, or any, let's say, scary situations when you, because I know you're out there, me and Alex kind of work in the same place and I, you're going out there at 10, 11 o'clock at night, right? I mean, you need mm -hmm. to protect yourself as well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you just, use your best judgment you know I'm never gonna willingly put myself in you know har harm harm's way or a uh, fatal situation you know I've unfortunately I've had those in instances where you know you're out in the field and you can be in some of the shit get <laughs> shittiest parts of town and it's just again just being more aware of your surroundings you know one of the things that for that I got asked quite often when I started doing outreach was like, you know, it's like, well, are you scared coming here at this time of night? You know, when you know very well that not too many people want to be here. Absolutely. And I mean, unfortunately, it's like those are the pl places where the most help is needed. I was just going to say those are probably <laughs> the places that they need you the most, right? Yeah. So it's just be it's just being smart about it. You know, typically I wind up outreaching with uh, 
a partner or someone by my side, anybody that really wants to tag along for the most part, just want to do, do some good. Um, but, you know, just, again, keep in mind of what's going on around you. And because, again, you never know, like, you know, some people, you know, be, be struggling with their own mental health. I mean, I run into a lot of times with people out on the streets dealing with schizophrenia, hallucinations. And that's not even counting if they're, <laughs> you know, also tweaking on drugs or something like that. No, and then that's and then that's stuff that I want to shed light on as well mm-hmm. with the podcast. But there's so many people out there with the substance abuse, and then you throw on mental health issues on that mm-hmm. as well, and that don't have insurance and they're not actively taking care of themselves. And um, just to try, just so people don't look at that person on the side of the street mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, they're a piece of garbage." Oh, they just want well, they just want money for drugs. But no, and you know. honestly, that's probably that's the hardest thing for me to hear, actually, just because it's like. You know, you look at them and sometimes it's just taking a step back and realizing, like, that's someone's mom or dad. That's a daughter. That's a son. Absolutely. You, know, you don't know what they've been through. You don't know their past experiences. You don't even know what they're currently going through. They could have just lost someone in the morning before. They could have woken up and been orphaned the next day. It's and, and that just goes back to the adage of you don't know. You don't know what someone's going through. You never know. You no. know. And I mean, we've been and there's a lot of people, even myself at some points, it's I've been paycheck to paycheck, you know, like the people that I work for people that I helped out in the hotels were, mm-hmm. you know, uh they lost their house and they had social security and that was helping pay for the hotel, but you know, they were paycheck to paycheck, then they lost their job, you know, and it's you don't know the situation and that's kind of what I want to just, you know, bring light to and um, there's just so many situations and so many and at the end of the day it's just having having that humbleness and humility to just want to learn, want to want to understand. You can't help that which you don't know. And have you seen a lot of success stories too through what you've done? Quite. Probably one of my most favorite things is as I said before, doing that navigation part because that's when I do get to see the biggest reward where they go from a place out on the street not meant for <laughs> not meant for human habitation, period. They could be living under an overpass or sleeping on park benches and you get to see that transition of them going for, from there, meeting people that just want to connect them to something better and then seeing them actually go getting housed and going through even something as simple as a you know pro, uh, housing program that we have like we have here in central florida where it just even at the very least it serves as a stepping stone into that next phase of their life where they can be homeowners have their own place and be totally self-sustaining and live their own life and that has to be that has to be so rewarding i mean that that's so awesome um, and just sometimes they just need that little bit of help and, and you're oh, yeah, and just a little nudge, <laughs> just a little nudge, you know, to get them back on track and, and just seeing, you know, doing what we do. Um, just some of these young people, they made one mistake and then they're paying for it. And they just, like you said, they need that nudge just to get back on, back on track. And, you know, we wish them the best. And yeah, and that's the hard part when they just make that mistake. They have, I mean, the generation, especially today, like they have a tendency just to internalize that. And it's like, just because of one mistake doesn't mean your life is over. That's not going to define you for, for the rest of your life. Exactly. Well, exactly. The whole purpose of a mistake 
is just to learn a lesson. To, to, learn, to learn from it, grow from mm -hmm. it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so how long have you been, been doing this? Um, the, the, the whole career, the whole, not, not just the outreach, but social work and... I've been around a few places. It's been probably a few years now that I've done it. I, cause I've also, I've, aside from here in Central Florida, I've also done outreach in, uh, out in inner city, St. Louis. So. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> no problem, James. I'll clue you in on more of that, you know, but honestly, that's kind of where I first found my calling for outreach was being able to go out. I, that's where I got to see more of their 10 cities that mm -hmm. you know, I know you're familiar with here. Yes, that and that is, it's funny you brought that up because that that is something that I want to get with, with this mobile setup here is to <laughs> actually get out there, find people's stories, you know, to enlighten people more. And uh, yeah, um, talk about, we just, um, our last podcast, we talked about a place called Pinellas Hope. I don't know if you've heard of that, about that. It It's in um, St. Petersburg and it started mm -hmm. as a tent city. Um, but then they put, put little, kind of like sheds almost. So like the, mm. they're a kind of tiny, tiny little studio apartments for, for homeless people. And it's, I think they said it was $12 a day and it's a really good, and they're really close together. So it was a lot of, you know, I think it was like 20 acres. Go check out the podcast if you haven't listened to it yet. I think it was episode five. Um, we need to do something like that here. Well, that, and, and that's what I want to push. You know what I mean? Like even, you know, where we are now in our secret location, just, just this land right here, you know, you could be talking 15, 20 little, little sheds you know to be put in and oh easily easily so well alex anything else you would like to like to add i mean honestly my biggest thing is with this kind of field this kind of work that you do you have to have a passion for people you know that's really what's going to keep you going amongst all the obstacles because at the end of the day you're not doing it for yourself you have to be a very selfless person, and, and you definitely are, and you are. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> Quite all right, and I appreciate that. But, but yeah, I mean, just... And know, everyone yeah. everyone needs help sometimes, you know. I, I challenge anyone to say it. There's never been a time in our lives that we haven't need help, and that's what Alex is doing. He's, he's, he's going the extra mile and going out there, and, man, I commend you for that. I, I'd still be a little nervous going out at 10, 11 o'clock in, in places, but that's... Um, well, don't worry. I mean, by all means, all you gotta do is talk to somebody, and I could probably make that happen. Yeah, no, I, I want. I, I was telling you the other day. I was like, that. That's mm -hmm. what I want to. I want to get into the out the outreach side of the uh, business that we work in. Well, Alex, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, no problem. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, we'll put this up. Uh, like I said, this is episode six. So this will probably be this week. Um, well, thank you guys, um, Outreach Warrior. Um, please check us out. If and we want to hear your stories as well. If you know someone who's gone through um, homelessness or displacement, um, or just you have a good story to, show, to tell, please email uh, the podcast at outreachwarrior, uh, uh, outreachwarrior at gmail.com. And um, we will talk to you soon. Alex, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. And one thing I would actually like to add that if you guys do know anybody that is having those problems, is struggling in that, you know, in that aspect of their life, whether it's drugs, homelessness, or what have you, it's like you can always reach out, call 211 in your local area, give them your zip code. They'll be more than happy to help you and plug you into the right people to help. I'm really glad you said that. Yes, 211, <laughs> um, because that's why that's my biggest thing here is to just people to spread that information. If mm -hmm. it's looming or it just happened, people I would assume are panicking and they don't know where to go. So. 201 is a very good start. Yes, 201 is a very good start and it goes across the country.
as long as you can just let them know where you're, the current zip code you're in, they'll get plug you into those shelters, those resources, those support groups in that the area closest to you. Awesome. Well, Alex is definitely an outreach warrior, and we really appreciate him. I uh, appreciate everything well, don't you do. don't cut yourself short on that one, James. <laughs> well, we're trying. I mean, I um, <laughs> so I just want to start spreading awareness and start getting out there. and uh, Spreading awareness and building each other up. All right. Thank you, Alex, so much. Not and problem. thank you for listening. Find my way back home